Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotional. This time I'm going to read from More Precious Than Silver by Johnny Erickson Tata, uh, no stranger at all to us here at the Village Chapel, Johnny and Friends, uh, an international organization accelerating Christian outreach into the disability community that numbers 610 million people worldwide. Uh, Johnny and Ken uh, Tata are uh, friends of the Village Chapel and friends to friends uh, here at the Village Chapel. We just love them dearly and the good work that they are doing. Uh, And I love this particular uh, daily devotional that Johnny's come up with. I love the way it's described. Even here in the uh, flyleaf, it says, Most people prefer things golden, says Johnny Erickson Tata, but purity and silver go together best when it comes to describing God's word. Psalm 12, 6 says, The words of the Lord are flawless, like silver refined in a furnace, purified seven times. And this refined silver of God's word has the ability, when applied by faith, to cleanse the reader of his or her sin. In God's eyes, the real treasure lies not in the golden glitter of outward appearance, but in a heart that's been purified through constant contact with the silver of his word. And uh, so I love that. That's a great description of the beauty of God's word and the, uh, uh, the treasure that it is and the transforming power that it is uh, that it has as well. So let's see what Johnny Erickson has to say. She quotes first from Psalm 92, verses 12 through 15. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green, proclaiming, quote, The Lord is upright. He is my rock, and there is no wickedness in him, end quote. And that's so good. I love that our Bibles do more than simply tell us God exists. They tell us what kind of God it is that exists. What kind of God this God of the Bible is. Um, yeah, there's no wickedness in him. In other words, wouldn't it be horrible to live in a reality or in a universe where there's wickedness in the ultimate supreme authority, the all-powerful one, that there was wickedness? And that'd be horrible, wouldn't it? The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. And this is, by the way, the uh, selection from this uh, uh, year-long daily reader, More Precious Than Silver. This one's called Palm Sunday, and uh, but its truths really work any time of the year. So whenever you're listening to this, uh, Johnny says, as she comments on this uh, Psalm 92, verses 12 through 15, what a day Palm Sunday must have been. People spreading their garments on the dirt road, frantically waving branches of palm and shouting at the top of their lungs, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Expectations were at a feverish pitch. Jesus will throw out the Romans. He'll release us from the terrible burden of these taxes. Jesus will feed us, provide for us, and protect us. We're ready to crown him our king. Well, as the week wore on, everyone's mood shifted, says Johnny. 
people couldn't understand why Jesus wasn't making his move. Although he continued to heal and teach, he remained strangely aloof, a real recluse. He kept retreating to a nearby village every night, far removed from the power brokers and political hotshots in the city. Why wasn't he getting on with the agenda? Why wasn't he taking control? Little wonder they began to think, maybe this man's not all he's cracked up to be. Perhaps he's been pulling the wool over our eyes all this time, and it was all just a fluke. And then Johnny Erickson Tata says, the rest is history, um, not more than a week passed, and they were clamoring for his crucifixion. I wonder, are we all that different? When our expectations are running high, when we think we've got God's plan neatly figured out, when we've even convinced ourselves that the king's job is to make our lives easier, relieve our burdens, enlighten our pressures. Do we cave into doubts if God doesn't come through? And Johnny Erickson Tata asking us that question from her wheelchair. She had a diving accident when she was 17. It left her a paraplegic, and yet she speaks so amazingly and powerfully on behalf of this God of the Bible. Let's see what else she says as she closes out this particular thought here. The king's agenda is to make you fit for service in the kingdom. He may not relieve your burdens or lighten pressures, but you can be sure he'll do all he can to conform you to his image. As Easter week approaches, do a double check on your praises. Let's be certain we give Jesus praise for who he is rather than what we think he ought to be. Mm. Wow. I don't know about you, but I'm challenged by that. I think a lot of us... Uh, make the same mistake that some of the disciples surely made. Some of those on the road that day that weren't his followers, but they just had heard of him and they hoped he would be their political savior. And I think a lot of us want to co-opt uh, God or Jesus or our ideas and 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 sort of act as if God is on our side of the political aisle or on our side of this sociological issue or whatever it might be. Um, I love what Keller has said over and over again. If, if your God fits real neatly into one political party or the other, you probably don't have the real God at all. Um, and I agree with that. I think Johnny's onto it too. Um, let's be certain we give Jesus praise for who he is rather than what we think he ought to be. And that's even bigger than politics, isn't it? It's bigger than, it really sort of gets into all of life. 
the way we look at our spouse, the way we look at our family, the way we look at our neighbors, our job, our uh, vocation, our career, um, uh, the relative peace that we may enjoy where we live, or in some ways, um, for some folks, um, if God isn't behaving the way that we expect him to, um, as we cry out for mercy, for for hope, for help, for healing, whatever it might be. And yet here I hear from this lady right here, Johnny Erickson Tata, and she reminds me that conforming to the image of Jesus um, doesn't necessarily include getting up out of a wheelchair, but giving him my heart and and him starting to shape and mold my heart to look more and more like his. Now that's conforming to the image of Jesus. Let's give him praise for that as we uh, approach, as he approaches our hearts, just as he approached Jerusalem uh, on that first Palm Sunday. Here's uh, Johnny's uh, closing prayer, and I'll read that for us today. Blessed are you, Lord Jesus. My heart is a palm branch of praise. (laughs) Hosanna in the highest. You are king. Amen and amen. Johnny Erickson Tata, more precious than silver. God bless you. This podcast is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. Don't forget to also subscribe to one of our other podcasts, Curate's Corner with Kim Thomas. Every Friday throughout the season of Lent, join Kim as she looks at the story of Jesus' last week as told through classic art, prayers, and scriptures. You can subscribe to her podcast on all major platforms, including the Village Chapel YouTube channel, and you can find accompanying resources at lent.thevillagechapel.com. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas, music by Phil Kagey.